Well, good evening, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of He Said, He Said, He Said, a look at the world from a seasoned Black man's perspective. I'm your host, Alvin King, and welcome to our August the 4th episode. Oh, my God. It is August. We are actually in the final month of summer, ladies and gentlemen. Can you believe it? Oh, I'm telling you, it, it is really going by very fast. How's everyone doing tonight? Hopefully you're, you're doing well. And again, welcome to our show tonight. Uh, DC is buzzing, 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 buzzing. And I don't know if anybody knows why, but if you don't, let me tell you. Beyonce has descended upon the nation's capital, ladies and gentlemen. And tomorrow night, Saturday and Sunday, she will be at FedEx Field. I actually heard that there are some tickets available, you know, um, that, you know, they're like in the $300 range. So that means you may be, your head may be hitting the top of FedEx Field, but it's okay. You will be in the house if you're that, you know, pressed to go see Beyonce. Um, ladies and gentlemen, please be safe out there and have a good time. Uh, our show tonight is all about friendships, ladies and gentlemen. And the first Sunday of August is National Friends Day. That's right. So we decided that we would have a show about friendships. But before I move on, I wanted to tell you all about, you know, um, friend, National Friends Day. It actually started in 1935 and Congress declared first Sunday of August as, as this particular day. The idea of a day to celebrate our friends is not just uh, an American one. It's celebrated all around the world, ladies and gentlemen. So um, please, I hope that you are here tonight to learn something about friendships because we got something that we want to tell you. And if you're really wondering why we're talking about, you know, friendships and why it's important, well, friendships is one of the best relationship bonds that people, you know, share in the world. A good friendship is developed on the foundation of trust, loyalty, and in my opinion, safety and faith. And without love and emotions, no friendships can last. So we must make uh, valuable friendships through throughout our lives, ladies and gentlemen. So tonight we're going to be talking about it. We want you to weigh in. If you have any, you know, thing that you want to say, please type it in the chat. And before I get on with the show, um, I wanted to talk about something that uh, that happened this week. Um, for those of you who are not familiar with uh, um, Henrietta Lacks, the estate of Hen Henrietta Lacks uh, settled with the biotech company um, for their non-consensual use of her cells and medical research. The family of Henrietta Lacks, a black woman whose cells have been used for scientific research for decades, reached a confidential settlement uh, this past Tuesday with the biotech company Thermo Fisher Scientific, of which the biotech company was pleased that they settled uh, this particular way. Um, Lacks family filed a lawsuit in 2021 against the company, arguing that it knowingly profited from Lax's tissue sample and cell line. Uh, in 1951, Lax was diagnosed with cervical cancer and um, had some tissue taken from her cervix without her consent during a procedure at the Johns Hopkins Hospital in Baltimore. And the sample was later used, ladies and gentlemen, uh, to create a human cell line that can reproduce itself outside of the body which is now known as the HeLa cells. These cells have been used to develop the polio vaccine, in vitro fertilization, gene mapping, advancements in cancer treatments, AIDS research, cloning stem cell studies, and even the COVID vaccine, uh, ladies and gentlemen. 
Um, when she died in 1951, after they removed her tissue, she was just 31 years old. Uh, in 2006, 2016, I got a chance to go to the uh, African-American um, Museum, and I got a chance to see uh, Oprah Winfrey in her movie, The um, uh, Immortal Life of Henrietta Lacks. It was a moment that I will never forget, but I want you all to, you know, please read up on this. I'm gonna take a moment to tell you to do that because in my opinion, all of what she went through, a little bit of Henrietta Lacks lives inside of most of us, okay? And who knew that a black woman was treated this way, ladies and gentlemen. So on August 1st, she would have been 103 years old. And I just wanna celebrate Henrietta Lacks and, and kudos to her family for continuing to fight, you know, for what was right and for what was stolen from their family. So you know, kudos to them. So, all right, ladies and gentlemen, again, welcome to our Forever Friends show. And if we can't, let's get on with the chat, please. What's going on? Hey, gentlemen. Hello, TGIF, gents. Hey, <laughs> Good to see you both. I am just, you know, I just want to say that the Henrietta Lacks thing is just really super important. I'm really happy that the family was able to be diligent and really fight the good fight and get compensation because, as you said, a little bit of Henrietta is in all of us. Absolutely. All of us. Mm -hmm. I was uh, actually, when I, I mentioned seeing the, the movie in 2016, I had no idea she even existed. Yeah. And so that was the first time. And so since then, you know, I've just, you know, kind of watched the, the trial, if mm -hmm. you will, watch them fighting. So I'm glad that they have, uh, you know, they've come out victorious. So thank you. How are you guys doing tonight? Doing all right. I want to say one more thing on that, because mm -hmm. you yeah. said that you weren't sure or aware that Black women were treated this way in medical history. And this does not even tip <laughs> the iceberg in terms like of yeah. the way that black women are treated and mistreated in the yeah. medical industry. Come on now. Uh, so I just want to make sure they stay diligent on that yes. because, you know, if you're a black woman and going into a hospital, more than likely you're going to either A, be misdiagnosed, not listened to, your pain is going to be ignored. So, uh, you know, no. we could do a whole show on that, but... No. I'm at yep. least happy that they have made headway and broken through some ice. So hopefully we can get better medical treatment for black women and black people in general. Absolutely. Absolutely. Amen. Long legacy of distrust between the African-American community, black and brown communities in general and the medical profession. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Before so. you get, hey, Blue, hey, Edgar. And uh, I, I, is Edgar new? I, I don't think I've ever seen Edgar. Welcome hey. to the show. Edgar is a friend of mine that I met in Roatan, Honduras. I've known Edgar now for, I don't know, maybe almost 17 years. Wow. And he's tuned in a number of times. He's given Welcome, us Edgar. It was good to see you. Mad kudos about a couple of things. As a matter of fact, the day after we had Dr. Deborah on, where she told us to tell victims of uh, male trauma, Yes. that we believe them. The very next day, a friend happened to open up to him and he knew after watching us to just simply say, I believe you. So he's wow. been a, a big fan ever since then. Wow. Well, look at our show making a little difference here. Come on now. Come on now. Come on <laughs> hey, now. Hey, girl. <laughs> hey, brother-in-law. Mm -hmm. so, so what else is going on with you guys? 
Well, if we're going to talk about the chat, there is something that happened earlier this week that I want us to touch base on, and it was the brutal stabbing and murder of a young 28-year-old man by the name of O'Shea Sibley. Um, O'Shea and his friends were actually at a gas station in Brooklyn, and they were just kind of uh, celebrating, partying to uh, Beyonce's uh, Renaissance album. And uh, O'Shea is, was a dancer, a professional dancer, and he was voguing out in the, in the parking lot of the gas station. Apparently there were some folks that are uh, possibly affiliated with the station or there at the station who came out and started um, calling out racial gay slurs rather and racial slurs. Um, one of them even said, uh, paraphrasing that he was Muslim and he wanted them to stop dancing like that in front of them. Don't do that in front of us, it's offending us. Um, apparently O'Shea continued to dance with his friends and, and you know celebrate, they weren't bothering anybody. Um, they got into some type of argument and ultimately O'Shea was stabbed and he died uh, from the stabbing. And so it called into question, obviously a hate crime. Um, and and uh, what I am pleased to very say, uh, very pleased to say that the suspect is, has been, um, uh, has turned himself in. He is uh, in custody. And, and so hopefully the justice uh, system will indeed hold him accountable, him and others accountable for this very tragic, tragic end to a 28 year old who by all accounts of those who know him held such potential and was such an incredible young man. Yeah, I. this was a sad story to hear and follow all week. Uh, and, you know, one of my, one of my takeaways from, from this situation, um, I wasn't there. I don't know all of what happened, but the one thing I can say, this man's life, he, his life should not have ended. I can honestly say that. Yes. But I also want to bring light to, you know, I know I'm the biggest advocate of, I'm going to tell you how I feel. But there are some times when you just have to just be quiet and, you know, and stop giving people power to, you know, giving your power away to people you know, when people are like hurling these negative comments to you and stuff, sometimes you have to walk away because you don't know what's going on. And I, I feel like, again, I wasn't there, but something spewed and there was a something. And I just, it just made me, for me personally think, you know, Alvin, sometimes you just need to walk away. And if they feel a certain way about you, don't even entertain them. And I'm sorry that this man has lost his life mm -hmm. because of some bull crap. Ignorance. Ignorance. Oh, yeah. All of it. Hate. Ignorance. Yeah. Hate. That, that, that's, that's all I have to say on that. I just, every time I hear it, I just get, you know, really sad about it. Sorry. And, it, and again, it raises that whole question um, of what can, what can we not do that puts us at peril? You know, being Black in a coffee shop, being Black asleep in a common room in a college, being Black selling water, being Black dancing. It just is a continuous attack on our existence. And when we, when and where we find joy, how it has to somehow be offensive to others. It is a mess. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Well, speaking of... We speak his name. Before we go on, we speak O'Shea Sibley's name. Let's speak O'Shea Sibley's name. And I hope that... Uh, the truth of it all is revealed and I hope that we all learn a little bit of something from it. One, mm -hmm. to give people grace and have space mm -hmm. for people to be who they are on the planet. Absolutely. And 
Alvin, as you said, peace and wisdom to know when to just let people who are having their own moment have their moment and just move on and continue on with yours. Exactly. And David just said something to that point, you know, um, you know, when they feel, you know, what they feel, how they feel about me is none of my business. Mm -hmm. Walk away and, and, you know, and just walk with God. And I, I certainly live by that, David. Thank you. I, I'm a man of faith. And so I just, you know, because, yeah, I, I just can't RSVP to every negative party. I just can't. But Absolutely. I'm sorry that he has lost his life. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, Let's just jump on into another incident of supposed violence, people reacting and responding to things. Y'all know that Cardi B was performing on stage and apparently uh, yelled out, she and the DJ yelled out, hey, splash us with some water because it's hot out here, et cetera, et cetera, it's during the heat wave. Well, someone threw some water and apparently some ice hit Cardi B and she responded by throwing her microphone the way that a mother would throw a shoe with the accuracy. <laughs> I mean, her accuracy, uh, our producer said she went all four. Yes, I live for did. it. And the thing is, the microphone was still on, so you heard it connect. Yeah. In fact, <laughs> someone said that connect. they were going to tell their child that that was the new Statue of Liberty. That <laughs> and that was the night that the lights went out in Vegas. Because... <laughs> She connected and someone filed suit, but just recently the charges were dropped. Mm -hmm. The folks at Clark County were like, look, we are not moving forward with this. They said it was insufficient evidence, even though there was a videotape and apparently a <laughs> They were like, look, there's insufficient evidence. We are not moving forward. But we're following up on this story, especially since it was like basically released and they're not going to press charges because we've been following really yeah. bad behavior yeah. of audience members in concerts. And yeah. Cardi B is the first one who has retaliated and said, I'm not putting <laughs> up with this nonsense. I'm doing it. You were too close to Cardi B. I saw you and you're going to feel this. <laughs> so, and my thing was emotions about it because I'm like, she did request. Because first, when I when I first heard about it and saw the videotape, I was literally like, I am with Cardi B. If you throw something up on that stage, I'm coming back at you. But I then was informed that she had been asking people to throw water on her. So she was, no, well, here, here's, the, she was singing her song and she did say, you know, it's hot out here, you know, put some water on me. But she was just, it's part of the song. But the girl who threw the water on her had ice cubes in it. Mm. And the ice cubes is what hit her in the head. She said it was, she said it felt like rocks. Um, she felt that through her weave. She felt, you know, boy, you know what? Right. That, that, that's Cardi B's story. And I'm sticking to that. Okay. okay? okay. All right. I'm, I'm sticking to that. But um, she will come and find you, know. you and hit you if you don't. So okay, just <laughs> because the way Miss Thing took that, that mic and went from the right hand to the left hand and then threw it. I'm team Cardi B, okay? Because she did that. But, but, but look, speaking of, you know, fighting and, you know, again, you know, just standing your ground. Yes. One of the things that's been rolling around for me this week is the Alpha Phi Alpha of fraternity joins a number of companies and organizations boycotting the state of Florida in protest of governor, governor's extremist um, uh, positions. 
the historic black fraternity is pulling its 2025 conference from Orlando to protest the uh, right-wing governor Ron DeSantis' continual assault on minority companies, which includes new state teaching standards that forced labor was beneficial to enslaved people. The Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated projected to bring in $4.6 million in revenue said the decision was to move this event from Florida, um, from Orlando, joining a growing number of companies and organizations boycotting the state. Um, and it was to highlight DeSantis' harmful, racist, and insensitive policies against the Black community, as well as his controversial stance on slavery. Yeah. DeSantis has signed laws gerrymandering Black voting districts and making it harder for minorities to cast ballots as well. Kudos, Alpha Phi Alpha. Okay? Indeed. Kudos. Yeah, you know, I'm a member of Kappa Alpha Psi, but this, this Kappa, this noob, is very much in support of the man, uh, the move made by the gentleman of Alpha Phi Alpha. Cool, cool. Bobby, I, I got to share this with you because I just sat back and listened. I went to the Mabala tennis, DC tennis tournament that's happening in DC. Yeah. And I've, I've gone a couple of days this week and I'm sitting in a group of Kappas. Yeah. You guys just had your conference in Dallas. And no. In, in Dallas? It was in Florida. It, was it Florida? No, it was I thought it was in Florida. We were in yeah, Florida. Okay, it was Florida. So that's why the conversation was like, one guy was like, the alphas just came for us after we did it. And I was sitting there going, Alvin, you cannot contribute anything to this conversation. So you, <laughs> you, you, you just need to listen and take it back to he said, he said, he yes, said. Yes, oh, yes. yeah. The thing is, you know, anybody who, and you, Alvin, you have done major events. You right. know how far in advance exactly. things are planned. Exactly. And the reality of it is, I still believe that my fraternity brothers could have made a decision to pull out. But what I know is that if they had pulled out at the last minute, in terms of that convention, it would have been at a hefty financial penalty in a lot of ways. And so, right. given exactly. how far in advance that conference was in Florida, they, you know, they obviously made the decision. I did not go. I, you know, and others made the decision to not support it as well. But the Alphas have a year out. They, you know, they because the reality of it is, they were just in Texas, and Texas is right alongside Florida. Florida. In terms of a lot of the legislation, so they literally just finished being in Texas for their their uh, convention, yeah. but they did proactively say, "and we're not then going to go to Florida in 25." Yeah, it was it was very interesting to sit in that conversation, and I was just like, "Okay, <laughs> I'm, sure. I'm getting ready to leave because I, I like I said, I couldn't contribute anything, but what I can contribute to is our conversation tonight on Forever Friends, all right? Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Are you guys ready to um, to get into the conversation? Vasha, do you want to add anything no. about um, the alphas before we move on and fraternities doing? Or DeSantis and his, his you know, movement. I mean, to watch the progression of, well, we just don't want to teach that because that's divisive. Yes. You know, so we're just not going to teach black history because it's divisive to then go all the way to just say, well, we're going to teach it this way. We're not going to teach your yeah. black history. We're going to teach black history this way. It's like, I am so amazingly tired yes. yeah. of watching people play games and not think that we are watching them play yeah. games in the field. Like we have windows. We are mm -hmm. watching you. What yep. are you doing? The one thing that I'm very, very happy about is that there are more people with binoculars, spectacles, and things that are watching. And that move 
has it, like emboldened so many people to stand up Right. to join the fight, to realize that there's a group of people that we just need to push into a corner mm. and either reschool, reindoctrinate, or eradicate. And I'm okay with that. And I'm okay with using that last word, eradicate. All right. Okay. Well, Carl Carl said something that I, uh, that I want to put up before we move on. He said that oppression of the minority by the majority can cripple us in living our true authentic selves. Mm -hmm. They steal away our sense of safety and we choose between safety and live our full lives. Amen, my brother. Mm -hmm. Amen. All right, guys, we need to talk about forever friends. Are you ready? Because we... I told y'all we got some special guests back there and we want to bring them on, but we got to talk about a couple of things. So yes. I'm, I'm going <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm to roll it off real quick, ladies and gentlemen. Um, for those of you who are familiar with Aristotle, yes. he said that there are three types of friends. Friendships with util of utility that mm -hmm. exist between you and someone who you, who's useful to you in some way. Friendships mm -hmm. of pleasure that exist between you and those whose company you enjoy. Mm -hmm. And friendship of the good are based on mutual respect and admiration. So based on Aristotle's theory, would you, Bobby or Vosh, agree or disagree this defines a true friend? He left some stuff out for me. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, I think it's very simplistic. I, I think that it does cover some of the bigger things. But friendships of utility to me don't necessarily equate to being two-way streets. Yes. For me, a friendship should be a two-way street. I should be able to depend on you. I mean, not even depend on you because that, that, that's coming in with, with expectation and need. Mm. There should just be a vibe where we are connected and you get to be you, I get to be me, and we get to support each other in ways that go beyond what we expect Relationships to go. I just want to yeah. say hey, okay. <laughs> it was I know. Saying hello to everybody. <laughs> Jay is doing his thing. He gives us all individual hellos, and I appreciate the love, Jay. Thank you for being here. Thank you. I would say for me, Alvin, it's um, it's it's a little bit of semantics for me in my head, in the sense that I think that when someone is really your friend, in most instances, they can embody a little bit of all of those things, and 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 other things as well. I think what Aristotle has described in my mind and in my life are kind of like associates, because I think that there is a difference between people that I am associates with or, you know, and have. There are people who for whom my relationship with them is based upon work that we do together. Or it's mm -hmm. like we don't go out. We don't call each other. We don't. It's literally based upon business transactions of that nature. There are people um, for whom in terms of like, you know, the, the for pleasure one, you know, like people who like, you know what, if if Fosh is going to be at a party, I'm usually not going to go. I mean, no, I'm certain. Because no. <laughs> he's no fun. And he's going to pick on me. That's what I know is going to happen. So, but if Alvin is there, I know it's going to be a good. So, so I, in, in seriousness, there are, there are people though, I do believe that have some distinctions around those things. But if you're my friend, the reality of it is you could at given situations kind of embody multiple aspects of what Aristotle has described. Yeah, I just think that that was a general, I, 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 I used it just to bring us into the conversation, but yeah. very general as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Well, yeah. so, well then let me ask, what characteristics do you guys look for in friends? 
Oh my God. With me, it's all about chemistry and energy. When, yeah. when I, when I, when I meet a friend, you know what I'm saying? Yep. It's, it's definitely about the chemistry and their energy because I can be in a, yeah. Chemistry and energy first, you know, and if, you know, if you cute, that also might make me come over and, you know, you might have you on something that's cute. A friend. <laughs> well, my friends are cute. <laughs> I like okay. that. Okay. I like, so, you know what I'm saying? So that, 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 you know, I'm not, but seriously, that, that, that's a little, you know, I was kind of clowning on the cute part, but definitely energy and chemistry, yeah. you know? Yeah. Cause if I'm on the dance floor and you come up and you dance into my beat, chances are we're going to be friends. We are. <laughs> I think for me, and this may sound a little bit Pollyanna-ish, but it's just the truth. Like, I look for nice people. Like, I don't like being around people who are not nice. I don't like being around people who are catty. I don't like being around people who are jealous of other people's success. Like, I, I just, nice is big for me. Like, that that you leave with love is big. Like, I don't, you know, I'm not, I, I, when I say this, it does not come with judgment, but it just reinforces what I'm saying. I don't watch things like, housewives of pick any of those cities because i just see those relationships as being really toxic you don't treat people that you care about but you're not throwing drinks in people's faces and turning tables and i'm like if that's what you no, that's mm -mm. tv so, yeah that, that, those that, aren't even really that, friends that, that's not even real friends so no mm -hmm. that, that's that's tv but in terms of can i just uh challenge what, what you just said about you want them to be nice so here you are you meet someone in a grocery store and and you guys are in the um you know you you don't know each other but you know here's that you know that friendly vibe chemistry and you guys yep. are in the in the fruit section and you guys are looking at the same fruit and you start for conversation huh because you because because that's where we shop first we don't go to canned goods we go to fruit first right, okay, and so, so when and I'm, I'm just saying so how do you determine whether or not that they're like nice at that moment is there something that you see at that moment that and that's what takes me back to chemistry and energy. Well, at that point, they're not my friend. They're an associate. Like we're we're getting to know one another. That friend, I don't give the, a friend status to somebody day one. Like we're getting to know one another. We become friend. Friendship is something oh, in my in my life you grow got into. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. All right. Sorry. Okay. Thank you. Good comeback. Uh, we have a bunch of different comments in here. So, uh, 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 David said. Uh, the dependency should be equally through the instant vibe, forever mm -hmm. friendships. Yeah. So we're talking about friendships and we kind of distinguish that whole thing with associates and so forth. Is there, do you guys feel comfortable with a certain set of friends? Like, do you, do you think it's possible to have too many friends? The, the, um, you know, what's your, what's your feeling about that? Do you Do you focus more on a tighter circle of friends? Do you have kind of like, you know, an abundance? Vosh, were you going to say, because I was, I, I have, I have to put my friends in category. I have my core group of friends and mm -hmm. the way I categorize that, these are the persons that when I'm laying on a hospital bed, I'm going to wish that they are standing beside me holding my hand. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then I have my friends that I see at circuit parties. I love to see them at circuit parties. They give my energy is through the roof. You know what I'm saying? Those are my friends. And I, I call them, I know we're going to talk about, but I call them seasonal friends. I see them when I, you know, so but in terms of my core, yeah. um, that's a very specific group of people, you mm -hmm. know? And so again, the way I measure that is, will, will they be at my hospital bed when I need someone to hold my hand? 
And Mike raises a very good question. Vash, I know you're going to ask the question, but it says online friends make this question a lot more difficult. And I know we're going to be touching base on it. <laughs> yes, we are. Yeah, because it's very different. I mean, you know, I, there are different types of friends, right? You have good, close friends who, yeah. super, you know, supersede all kinds of these different categories. But there are certain friends that you maybe go to the movies with and potentially hang out with. There's other mm -hmm. friends, you know, that you do other things with. We're gay men. There are certain friends that we have that we may just have, uh, you know, relations with and then other things. So we get to compartmentalize mm. our friends. Mm -hmm. But in terms of people who know a lot about me, that I interact with a lot, that as someone said, you may go a long time without seeing, but when you reconnect, it is as if you've never had any time apart. Yep. Those types of friends, first of all, they're few and far between mm -hmm. because not everyone is supposed to be that person or those right. people to you. Um, right. So with regards to those, I happen to have many of those and I'm really blessed that all of those like all of those other people. I'm really blessed that when someone else comes into the circle, if one of my friends doesn't like someone, I know that none of my friends will like them. But I mm. also know if I meet someone and one of my friends really likes them, all of my friends will really like them. Okay. Thank you. So what are your friends? What are your boundaries with your friends? What, what do you have? Fr well, no, what are your boundaries? Because you have to have boundaries. So what are your friends' bound your boundaries with your friends? Wow. Hmm. Boundaries. I mean, <laughs> you don't do certain, I mean, I don't know if this is a good example, but <laughs> if I'm dating someone, been in a relationship with someone, and then that relationship ends, I don't need to see them with either one of you. That's a boundary. What do you mean? Like as dating or just like going out with or dating. what happened? Dating. Oh. I don't okay. care if you but what I'm saying is like, like there are all the people in the world like and we're friends mm -hmm. you then end up with like so that's for me I mean and, and again it's it's more of a I don't want to say it's a superficial boundary because it is something that I I feel strongly about but but I but it, it's an example of a boundary like I would not do that to one of you like I, I you, that wouldn't happen mm -hmm. my ultimate right. boundary with, with my friends my true friends that I, that that I know and love if there's something that's going on with you about me, you need to tell me immediately. Mm. I don't want you to hold on to that. I need you to tell me right then that, that that's a boundary because when you hold it and bring it up at some other time, that that means that you've been, it's been in you. Mm. And so I've had a couple of situations where that has happened when I'm like, well, wait a minute, I'm your friend. You should be able to, you know, tell me everything. And that's why the friend that I have is my friend because they never hold back no matter what it is, they tell me that they they don't hold anything from me, it's particularly if I've done something to them or made mm. them feel some kind of way. So yeah, that, that's, yeah. that's a that's a boundary I don't want anyone to cross. Mm -hmm. For me, it's honesty. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If you lie to me, if you're my friend and you lie to me, and I find out that you have lied to me, yeah, bam, bam. that's it. Bam. Well, that's all I have to do. Bam. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. all I have to do is lie to you. And look at all these you have things. to do, seriously. Because if I can't trust what is coming out of your mouth, yeah. 
for the simple things. Yeah. How am I supposed to trust what comes out of your mouth when there is something intense yeah. or, or severe yeah. where I really need your trust yeah. or I really need to depend on what it is you're saying? And yeah. I, I just don't I, don't, I don't have time for that. And loyalty is big to me as well. Like, mm -hmm. like loyalty is a part of a true friendship to me. Like having my back and you knowing that I have your back. Like yes. if somebody came to you and said, Alvin and Vosh, Bobby was at some party talking about you all negatively. Like you need to know mm -hmm. that you, our relationship needs to be strong enough that you can look at Bobby. That's not Bobby. So, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like you, yeah. okay. loyalty is there. Okay. And, and and that level of understanding, right? Getting to know someone. Because yeah. uh, I exactly what you said, Bobby, I've said to other people, I'm like, if, if I'm arrested and someone says that I did something, if you're my friend, you need to know me well enough to know that you can go to them and say, he didn't do that. And you need to know that I'm not going to tell you a lie and tell you that I didn't do it if I did. Yeah. 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 Our chat is on fire. Are, are we, <laughs> are, are we going to address or connect with any of these? Because well, we we can, but you, you guys, I'm 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 looking at the questions and I'm looking at you all's comment. And I'm trying to you know I'm trying to do a balancing act, okay? Because I know, you I know, know we, we we have some people backstage, and so I'm trying to you know I can't come through the screen and say, hey y'all come on now. Um, <laughs> but but, but um, Carl, we see you. Mike, we see you. Rodney, we see David, you. David, you guys, we. we we promise we're gonna come. We're gonna come down. We're gonna come back to you all. But thank you all, Carl. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So for for chiming in because I I want to get some of these special guests in. But I, there's a couple of questions I want to get to before Absolutely. we before we before we move on. So um, let me cool. let, let, let me let, let me ask this question. Um, since someone brought it up already, and I'm just gonna you know uh, dive down. Does friends with benefits really work? <laughs> why or why not? And hopefully I don't have to tell anyone on this panel or in our group <laughs> what are gosh. friends with benefits. <laughs> Do friends with benefits really work? Yes. You know, I, I think, I think, yes, I say yes. I, 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 I say yes. And Paul, here's the thing with friends with benefits. <laughs> and I think here's the thing with, with, with all friendships, really all relationships, communication and yeah. honesty. Yeah. That. Yeah. Right, that that yeah. you have to be able to say what is on your mind and what's going on. Yeah. You have to be able to hear what someone else is saying. And then you have to be able to respond honestly in a way that serves you and then everyone gets to adapt. And you have to be in a place that when one of the persons say it's over, that you don't go to a cliff and blame them for making it over. It was a benefit. Benefits yeah, you just and, grab a bat and hit the car. Be, be, benefits and put your yellow dress on and hit the car. Okay. And, and just so kidding. I'm so okay. kidding. Okay. So okay, let, let's keep let, let's keep it moving. Okay. But I, I'm looking at the, the viewers. Y'all kind of quiet. Y'all never had a wait a minute. <laughs> you notice I'm not saying anything. I'm like, okay, you guys handle that one now. Wait a minute. David said is friends with benefits equals. Well, it, it can be. What is, is that it, question? Is, uh, friends with benefits. Is friends with benefits. Oh, is friends with benefits equals a? Oh, you mean oh oh that that word that sounds like an instrument that you dig in the ground. I see what you're saying. Um, I don't that get would it. be that 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 would be a no. I, in my opinion, that would be a no. And he's talking about the instrument called the. Hoe. Are you serious, Raj? Huh? 
Lost oh, 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 oh. I, I, yeah. I so didn't get it. Because I'm thinking White House. I'm thinking. Oh, <laughs> like, no. I'm like, what? What's that? What's no. politics? No. Wait a minute. JJ said the friend is the benefit. No. Mm. But JJ, see, look, okay, JJ, I need you to see JJ a little green. Put the green card down. <laughs> okay. Put the green card down, JJ. You know, don't 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 even try to go up in there. I just think okay. people have okay. to be clear with one another. I agree with you. There have to be some clear boundaries and expectations about what's acceptable and and no and entering it knowing that it is possible that people get caught up in their feelings and you could lose a friendship over those benefits. Because I've exactly. seen that happen as well. Well, then I'd like to also interject here that as gay men, and maybe I should just speak for myself, I no, have a lot of friends who started out as being the potential of being a dating partner, maybe then moved into friends with benefits and then moved into just being friends when we realized that it was way better to just have the friendship than have anything else. Yep. And I think that as gay men, uh, it's easier for us to make those transitions yep. and than it is for, let's say, heterosexuals, you know. But yep. uh, that level of intimacy actually helps to strengthen the friendship because then you know each other on so many other levels, but still have the good friendship as the base. Okay. I will only push back and say, I don't know if that, I don't know if that's terribly different for heterosexual people than, than it is for gay men, but. Well, I, I think there's a, a stigma and then there's jealousy in other relationships. If you've had a, a friend who you originally had uh, an intimate relationship with, is your new partner jealous of them or do they understand because they know what the vibe is? But that sounds like another talk show. So uh, speaking, speaking of- And a video. Like, and a video. <laughs> um, ladies and gentlemen, we have so many other questions that we that we wanted to go through, but it is important that we get on with the second half of our show. And that yes. is, we have, for this show, we decided to invite our besties on the show, ladies and gentlemen. So you know what? I'm, they're backstage. So please put your hands together and let's bring the besties onto the platform, please. Yay! Okay, so I'm going to introduce my bestie. We're going to start with my bestie. Ladies and gentlemen of the He Said, He Said uh, audience, I want to introduce to you my bestie, Michi Bowie. Good evening. Hey, Michi. Hey, Michi. Hey. He said, he said, he said. Welcome to the show. I am Michi Bowie. As Bobby said, I have known him for 43 glorious years. And what was it that... I should tell you something about him that you might not know. Oh, let me see. Many of you might not know that he is an incredible vocalist. Ask him to sing you a song. Or not, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Thank, thank you, Casey. Welcome, you. welcome. That, yeah, welcome, welcome, welcome. It's so good to see you on this side as opposed to just in the comments. I know. <laughs> You're fantastic. <laughs> you are fantastic. Well, I would like to introduce my friend Tammy, who I have known since we were in high school. Uh, we have a lot of things in common that we love to sh you know share and experience together. And one of the favorite things I love about Tammy is that she has made me an uncle 
That is Jub Jub, her Salcada tortoise, who is now 21 years old. And uh, the little alien is uh, Pino Pino, which I gave her when we were in high school, that has continued to be a part of our relationship. But I truly love Tammy, and I'm so happy that you guys get to meet her. Hey, hey Tammy. Tammy. Hey, Tammy. Hi, everybody. Oh, it's so lovely to meet you. Likewise, <laughs> welcome to the show tonight. And since I am the last one to bring on the, my, my bestie, ladies and gentlemen, I have been knowing him for 32 years. And I made a comment earlier. I walked into an establishment and there he was behind the bar. And I was like, he's cute. His energy was like, like coming through the roof. And we became instant friends, ladies and gentlemen. Please uh, welcome my brother, my friend, my confidant, uh, Darren Cox Henderson to the uh, He Said Platform. Hello. <laughs> he's so even kill. Okay, he's so even I'm kill. I'm trying. He's so even Hi, kill. Hi, everyone. He's hey, so Darren. even kill. He's nice so even kill. So, ladies and gentlemen. Cox Henderson name in there. Huh? I said, thank you for throwing my Cox Henderson name in there. I appreciate that. Best man. Well, that is your, that is, look. I, I was your best man at your wedding, so I better say that because I told Vosh I'm going to hell if I don't put that whole title in there, okay? So, <laughs> so I'm good. But um, ladies and gentlemen, tonight we have a, a platform that we've decided that uh, we're going to give each other have selected two questions for the other's guest, and we're going to ask them the questions. And so, you know, we, we, we got some time here, but um, let's go ahead and, and start with uh, getting the questions. And the questions are centered around us individually do they really know us yeah so yeah. i want to begin okay so tammy and darren my first question for you is and i'll start with tammy um when did you know for sure that this friendship with bosh was a bff like best friend forever status when did you first know that i think that i you know how friendly he is so i no. took a shot <laughs> i'll take your look <laughs> I took a shine to Bosch right away. Um, we worked together on a summer job uh, 43 years ago, I believe. And we just got along automatically. We're able to be comfortable with each other. Um, all the things that you were talking about that make good friendships. I feel that Bosch and I have all that and I'm lucky to be his pal. Thank um, you. That's Excellent. so sweet. Darren, how about you? Well, yeah, one particular moment. I, for me, I think it's kind of an accumulation of moments. You know, it's been 32 years, so, okay, that's probably one of the earlier ones. We were very, very young. This picture is being shown. But, okay. yeah, so the relationship has just, like, grown over the years. And, you know, as Alvin mentioned, I asked him to be my best man. Um, when our husband, my husband and I decided that we wanted to have a child, when our Son came to us being, you know, a foster. Alvin was the first person that I called. I think he was, I'm positive, the first person that came over and saw our son Timothy. Um, he didn't think that he was going to be pushing the stroller, but he was right there. So it's just an accumulation of shared moments and memories that I always knew that was going to be forever. And each one kind of adds to that. So it just gets stronger and stronger. That's excellent. My next question for you very quickly, because I know we have other questions also is, 
Darren, I'll start with you this time. What do you think is the quality or characteristic about you that Alvin values most? Honesty. Honesty and being completely authentic with him. I can tell him anything. He can tell me anything. It's just kind of like, I, I don't want to, it's, it, it's just equally balanced. There can be times that we call up each other mm -hmm. and I'm feeling you, you're feeling me. And he knows when I need to talk. I know when he needs to talk and we can share absolutely everything. And I can tell him anything. So it, it is it's honesty and being completely authentic and completely raw with each other. Mm -hmm. All right. Tammy, for you, the quality well, that you think Bosch values most in you. I would hope that it is that I have a sincere want to help others, to be of service, especially for those that are disenfranchised in some way or underdogs in some way. Mm. And I, I hope that he values my wry sense of humor. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Thank guys. You. Thank, you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I was ready to cry. Where's my little yellow rag? I, just... <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Right well, on. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Right on. Well, Tammy, we brought you in without giving you the opportunity to actually say uh, the one thing about me that most people wouldn't know. Uh, did you have something you wanted to share? <laughs> I'm ready, Tammy. Come on, girl. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pitch you an easy one, and that's it. You might not know that Bosch loves bluegrass music. Oh my God, no! Oh my God, that's <laughs> what I thought. Thank you. See, you are but forever. You are forever friend. Okay, because <laughs> yeah, you, you are forever friend. I, so I, I wouldn't have thought that. No. Thank you. Thank you. I guys. was surprised myself, but it, we can groove. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I do. I do. It's so amazing. Bluegrass music. Let me just say, I mean, you know what? That's a different show, but I do love bluegrass. <laughs> okay. So I have questions for Michi and for Darren. Uh, I'll start with you, Michi. Yes. What is it about Bobby that has kept you friends for so long? Well, you know, we have this word, trust. You know, and we live and walk in our truth and we are able to be honest and as you all say, raw, you know, and the love and, the, and an unbreakable bond. 43 years, I have never, we have never had an argument in, in the 43 years that we've known each other. And I knew the first day I met him that it was gonna be a lifetime. You know, there's a reason, season, lifetime. I knew that it was going to be a lifetime and I told him that. He didn't know it, but I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Here we are 40 some odd years later, so. Yeah. <laughs> That's beautiful. Darren, uh, what is it about Alvin that has kept you friends for so long? And I can almost kind of say the same things as me too, because Alvin and I use the same terminology, you know, the season. And, you know, we all have friends for a season. Alvin is not a seasonal friend. He is that lifetime friend. And when he was describing, you know, being in the hospital earlier and that friend that he wants to be there, I was actually thinking about that same type of circumstance, but I'm going to take it a step further. And, you know, my husband is watching. 
But, you know, if there was that time, when that time comes that we're all going to leave this earth, if I'm going first, I'm going to want him there. Unless I'm hit by a bus. But if I'm, you know, (laughs) laying in that hospital bed, my husband's going to be there and Alvin's going to be there. And if it's vice versa, I am going to be there. It's, It's that bond. I know it's taking it all the way to the end. He is that best friend. That's beautiful. And Alvin, you just heard, do not take a bus ride with Darren. Baby. Look, okay, again. I'm, I'm and we would be together. We're going to be together. Wherever he is, I want to be where you are. You go, okay? okay, right okay, on. Okay, I want to be where you are. In my mind, right yes, yes, okay. <laughs> right on. All right, so uh, I'll do what Bobby did, and I'll start with you, Darren, with this, my second question. Okay. If you threw a party... <laughs> Would Alvin show up early to help set up, stay late to clean up, both or neither? Okay. Well, this is not the thing that I was prepared to tell you that you didn't know about Alvin, because I'm assuming all y'all know that Alvin is an event planner, right? Okay. So not only would he be there early, but you know, I'm about to turn 59. We're already talking about 60, and if there's a party, Alvin is already planning to plan the party. So, yeah, he'd be there early. He would be there at the end. You know, we're 13 months out, and he's already there. So I think that answers the question. He's there. With a costume change. And I should know him. Three different outfits outfits at the event on top of it. Mm -hmm. That's my brother-in-law, Alvin's family to Darren. Yes, yes, I am. And I love my brother-in-law. Yes, I do. I, I ooh, Okay, that's another talk show, brother-in-law. Don't let me go down that road. Go ahead. All right. So Michi. thank you. Oh, Michi. Yes. So he would be there in the beginning. He would be there in the middle. He would be there in the end. We would be the last two standing. Okay. Truck. And believe. We often are. <laughs> I just picture it. I picture you and me. I picture, I just had a, a visual. I had a visual. I had a picture of our group in our aprons. Right. <laughs> I, yes, I had a picture. I had a visual of you and me being there at the beginning and at, at the end. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. Thank you. All right. Well, my <laughs> questions are for Michi and. <laughs> Excuse me, hold on, because I'm laughing. Okay, hold on one second. My <laughs> questions, because, okay, Alvin, stop laughing. Why, why am I laughing? My questions are for Michi and Tammy. All right. <laughs> okay, what is the best advice? Uh, and I, I'll go to Tammy first. What is the best advice um, that Vosh has given you, and how did that invi- advi- advice impact you personally, professionally, and or spiritually? Hmm. I think the advice that was the most useful was very recently um, where we started maybe three years ago or so, four years ago, planning a spiritual diner together. And as I'm going through all of these different changes, learning how to uh, make videos and everything like that, I kind of felt like I was complaining that, hey, how come my friends aren't tuning in and watching? I always support them. And then he said to me, and this was the good advice. Um, maybe it's best that they're not tuning in because you don't have to act like you're performing or living up to some expectation to please them. And that really put my mind at ease. So that was pretty good. Um, It helped me professionally because I have to uh, 
grow and learn all these things that I didn't know about putting the show together. And spiritually has been another thing because since we both um, started on our spiritual diner and have increased communication about that, I can't believe the things that I'm manifesting. And I think that Bosch would agree with that too. It's happening for him where I feel like I've won the lottery or something. Mm. So I think that me going out on this venture with Bosch's um, support has been super beneficial for professionally, spiritually, and personally. I've had to be brave and um, do things I didn't know how to do. And mm. I'm growing in the process and I'm grateful for that. He certainly has that, you know, as they say in, in my church, he has planted that seed in me too, Tammy. So I, I know <laughs> what you mean. So uh, Michi, same to you. What is the best advice that Bobby has given you and how did that uh, advice impact you personally, professionally, and spiritually? You know, one of the things I'm gonna say is something that I watched him do over the years and that, has, that I have learned from him. And that is to always think before you speak and not act. Because I am one that I will act, you know, and, and depending on the situation. But as I watch him, as I watch him navigate the world, Bobby will always leave with love. I'm learning, you know, I have love in my heart. Whew, but that Harlem will come out of me. Come on, real talk, Michi. I hear you, girl. <laughs> you know, and, and I'm that one, you know, because I'm, go I'm going to go for it. But, you know, but what I have learned as I age so gracefully <laughs> that, that you think before you act. And he does that. He always, I don't care what the situation is. It can be professionally. It can be spiritually. It can be personally, whatever it is. He will always think, and you know, and and I have grown because in this role, you know, that I'm in as the dean of students here, you know, oof, sometimes I really want to act, but you know, I will think, mm -hmm. and I catch myself, and I know it's you know because I watch him, you know, and I admire that, you know. I said, okay, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get there, and I tell him all the time. I said, you'll be graceful. <laughs> I might not be, but you know. Well, well, thank you. Well, I'm going to stick with you, Michi, and ask this last question. Okay. If you could pick any animal in the world to best describe the character and personality of Bobby, what mm. would that animal be, and why did you select that animal? Well, you know, as I researched the <laughs> animal species, <laughs> there was two things I was looking for, Alvin. Okay. <laughs> And I'm what so I came old. upon was a dolphin. <laughs> Why is that? Dolphins are one of the most intelligent species. Bobby's brilliant. Okay. Uh, and a uh, dolphin, I love the way it moves through, through, through water. And I watch him as he moves through life. And as I said, he will always, always lead with love, honey. Always. Okay. I, you know what? I never would have thought of Dawson, but Michi, thank you so much. I'm looking at him in a whole new light now. Okay. <laughs> yes, I am. Swim, Bobby, swim. 
Well, smooth Tammy, and shiny. That's what I see. Tammy, I'm <laughs> coming to you. What animal? Let, let me read the whole question to you. If you could pick any animal in the world to best describe the character and personality of Vosh, what would that animal be, and why did you select that animal? Well, it's really hard to pick just one animal, especially if you know me. But I'm going to go for a tropical weather animal, and it's the capybara. You know what a capybara is? Girl, I <laughs> wish I had known because I would have shot a picture up. I have no idea. <laughs> I love Check that. it out later. Um, it's the world's largest rodent. They're common in um, South America, <laughs> and I have a soft spot for rodents. I have had a lot. I rescue gophers, but the capybara is known for being loved by every animal. So when you go on YouTube and check it out, you're going to see turtles hanging out with it and all different kinds of animals, even alligator, isn't that cute? Even alligators like the capybara. And so everyone likes them. They're relaxed and adorable. And so that's why I chose the capybara. Well, Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And now I know what a capybara is, and I will always associate you all with either the dolphin or the capybara. And I don't have an animal, so I'm Smooth. really good. Okay, <laughs> look, Tammy, Tammy, uh, Michi, and Darren. Um, I'm speaking for Vosh and Bobby, but thank you all for joining the show tonight. This this was a show that we actually Vosh and I had created some time ago, but once Bobby came on to the panel have joined the family, it just made good sense to revise or, or, and bring this show back. And we did it with some flavor. Yeah. You know, we added some sauce and you all were the sauce. And so right. it was absolutely wow. incredible. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Happy sauce. Thank you. Thank you. Happy Thank sauce. You. Happy sauce. Blessings. So, you know, ladies and gentlemen, first of all, these are like, you know, I, I want to do real quick, if, if our producers will, will do this real quick, let, can we do a run of uh, images for Michi real quick before before we go? Um, I want to say this to our producer. We got a couple of minutes. I just want them to see the whole Bobby and Michi experience, if, if we yeah. could do that. And, and I know I, my producer is looking at me like, if you okay, he said, no, no, I just want them to go on and, and, and do it. But if my, oh, there we go. Okay. All right. Let's keep, okay. Keep going. The day I graduated from Howard. Mm-hmm. Oh, beautiful. On the vineyard. Yes. There we are working after a party in our aprons. <laughs> Love it. On the vineyard. Uh, actually at my mother's uh, home going service. And meet you with my mother. She was a great support. And my mother loved her. And they lo had a very loving relationship. And Vasha, do you want to run um, images of you and Tammy real quick? Sure. Uh, this is uh, Tammy and me at the David Bowie exhibit in Brooklyn. Okay, we got 15 seconds. Keep it moving. Okay. okay. Uh, okay. In Monterey <laughs> at the auto show. Mm -hmm. uh, Jub Jub and Pino Pino. Uh, Tammy took this picture. I was in ninth grade with my little gay crew in Monterey at Tammy's place with cocktails that took two days to make because of all the accoutrement in the Bloody Mary. Pino Pino, because we love him. And then us, <laughs> as we host Spiritual Diner that airs on Wednesdays, where we talk about all things spiritual, manifestations, and all that stuff. Well, thank you. And last but not least, ladies and gentlemen, this is my bestie. There's another bestie on here, George, but, but he couldn't be here. But this is Darren and I when we were young, tiny 
tenderonies. You can keep the moving, producer. This is us at Gay Pride when Gay Pride was safe to go to and you wouldn't get shot. This is us in Canada um, doing one of those parties that we do. This is my first time being at a soccer game with my nephew and him. Uh, graduation was huge for me. They were there every step of the way. Um, this is on his wedding day. He won a competition, Freedom to Wed, won a $100,000 wedding package. This is the family that, that's there after that. And this is he and I at um, the wedding. And the last picture is he and I at the Beyonce concert in 2016. Um, thank you all for being on the show tonight, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Tammy, Darren, and Michi. And ladies and gentlemen, our words of the week. One of the most valuable gifts in life is a loyal friend. Never yeah, yeah. forget that. Never forget that. Uh, we look forward to seeing you next week. And after next week, you guys, we're going on a little vacation. Little so high. You guys got to tune in. Oh, oh, bye bye. Bye bye. Bye We will see you all on the next episode of He Said. He Said. He Said. Thank you guys. Thanks, everybody. Bye, everybody.